to see bears? That's like the big question for me about everybody who comes out. What is it about a bear that seeing one is beneficial? And I feel that it's like deeply beneficial. I think it's really valuable. Um, and so that's, that's a question I always want to ask people is like, what did this mean to you? This week, bears. We're talking to Dan Kirkwood, a bear guide. He takes people out to see bears. And we have a lot of interesting thoughts about seeing bears. We spend a lot of time out in the wilderness, out on walking trips in bear country. And Dan takes us to a really cool spot on a couple of our trips. And a lot of good things come from that. Get a lot of good pictures. But there's something deeper about bears, about why people want to see bears and what bears mean to people. Remember last time we forgot to ask Josh about who he was who he, and okay. yeah. <laughs> let's not forget to do okay. that. <laughs> so, so Dan, you got to tell us your name and who you are and then like the two minutes of how you got to Alaska. Okay. My name is Dan Kirkwood. I'm a guide and the manager at Pack Creek Bear Tours in Juneau, Alaska. I have been working at Pack Creek for four or five years now. Prior to that, I was a wilderness ranger with the U.S. Forest Service, campaign manager for the Alaska Wilderness League, and had worked on various whale watching boats out of Juneau before that. I moved to Juneau in 2009, so this is, uh, this is my 10-year Alaska anniversary, and I did kind of move to Alaska to impress a girl who had like been living in Africa. And I was like, oh man, I'm living in Washington, DC. I've got this boring job right out of college. If I don't change something fast, I'm going to be stuck. So I moved up to Alaska thinking I'd spend a summer there and been there pretty much ever since. I met you guys on the docks in Bellingham when I was getting started working for the Alaska Wilderness League and just trying to meet other people who ran tours in Alaska who had interests in the same things that I did, which was, you know, this conservation element of our work, which is that, um, you know, I, I really appreciate working with you guys because we both end up involved in a lot of public meetings with the Forest Service or, or thinking about conservation um, of wildlife, but also of the experience that we share with people. On that concept of the experience What's your take on being out there at Pat Creek with the bears, actually on the beach with the bears? Well, I think one of the things about Pat Creek, and we can sort of describe the, the scene at Pat Creek in a little more detail, but one of the things that I think just from, from my standpoint, my, my enjoyment of it is that as a guide, just being around brown bears on the ground is wild. And I feel like whether the bears are really close or even when the bears are like way out over the tide flat, for me, that's always been sort of the addictive quality that keeps me coming back, where it's like, oh my God, I'm standing on the same piece of ground as this monster. Humanity has always been afraid of bears. Like that goes way back. And it's, it's always exciting for me. Sometimes I think it's more exciting for me than the clients. Yeah. I, I sometimes think that too about, about me, because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. And and I think they pick up on that too. But I think when you talk about the, you know, I'm standing on the ground with the monster, I think what's really cool 
and you brought this up a couple times too when we've been there, is that by being around and being able to quietly observe these animals, they lose their sort of monster yeah. Um, uh, mystique, and they become, you know, almost like personalities, like people you can recognize, or their personalities are something that you can recognize. And I think that that's a really, really important thing when sort of kind of learning about nature and animals. And I really like that that's one of the things that when you're on the boat or, you know, you're, we're on shore with you that, that you really do bring out is that they had these might be monsters before you hit the shore, but by the time you leave, you know, they, they all have personalities that everybody that we've taken there they'll spend the rest of the trip with us describing each bear with you know like oh and this one did this and this one did that and and yeah and then suddenly they're they're like people they know almost yeah well i think that 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 captures a really important aspect of how i look at bears which is the distinction from like their scary monsters to their cuddly cute things and and I think that it's important to respect the whole spectrum of their being, which is that bears are incredibly intelligent animals with social dynamics and personalities and moods. And they're also incredibly dangerous, and perilous animals. And I, I see amongst people who come out to Pack Creek that spectrum of views of bears. Some people come out and they want to just dig their fingers into that deep fur and cuddle their furry ears. And I'm with them. I agree. They, I would love to do that. But at the same time, you have to respect that they're powerful, powerful animals who don't want people to touch them. And the fact that we're able to go walk on the same ground with them is just indicative, again, of their social intelligence, their tolerance. And I think that that whole spectrum of like, what does it mean to be a bear? What is what are bears? Um, that's that's like the philosophical side of Pat Creek that I find really interesting. What did this mean to you? Why why do you want to be here? And I think sometimes it's just like being close to a powerful animal like that is really exciting. Yeah, I think it um, gives people a sense that that they're not. They're not always the ones, you know, that humanity isn't always the ones on top. And when I, you know, when I, when I think about that, I think about, you know, nature can be greater, you know, or nature is greater than, than people. And I think it's a really powerful way to be able to, to go in there and say, it's not all about humans and human beings. It's, you know, it's about the interactions of wildlife with forest, with water, with, with other nature. And to be able to put yourself into a different perspective, I think is always really important. And especially if you do that with a very powerful animal, it it really gives you a new outlook on, you know, what it's like to be human. Yeah, glaciers are almost kind of that way too, aren't they? They are. They really do put you in your place. It's also, there's this urge that humans always have to see these, I don't know what the term is, but like we like going to watch sporting events with pro teams because they're so good at what they do. And, you know, you go to a boxing match, not because you're worried that the guys in the ring are going to jump over the side. It's not like a hockey game where they might come into the stands after you, but like this thought that these people are so good or the bears in this case are so strong and sort of possibly there's a side to it where they could do you in, but yet, I mean, it's this really cool thing of seeing something that's that well suited in its environment suited sure. to it. So tell us, 
how it usually works, like what the procedure is and what you do at Pat Creek. Tell us about, maybe back up first. Let's talk about what is Pat Creek and why does it exist? Right. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's an important piece of context, right? Because there are bears throughout Alaska. There are bears throughout Southeast Alaska. Um, the most, uh, I think the most iconic bear in Alaska is the brown bear, which um, is the same species as the grizzly bear. Of course, in Alaska, we have black bears, brown bears, and polar bears. The polar bears are only found way up north. Black bears are found pretty much throughout the state. Brown bears are, are throughout the state. And again, this is basically the same species as the grizzly bear. And the grizzly bear is just the brown bear that you find in interior places. And by interior places, I mean like away from the ocean, right? So like Denali National Park, we call them grizzlies. Yellowstone National Park, we call them grizzlies. But when they're along coastal areas, uh, we call them brown bears, just how we do it. So Pack Creek is one of thousands of salmon streams throughout Southeast Alaska. And if so, if you're if you're cruising through the Inside Passage um, in the middle of the summer, there's going to be salmon spawning in thousands of streams. And, and in thousands of streams, there will be bears feeding on fish. What makes Pack Creek special? A handful of things. One, it's a really nice estuary from the standpoint of seeing bears. It's just a nice mid-sized creek. And it has a long history of people coming there to view brown bears. So the history of Pack Creek is that in the early 1900s, the Forest Service established it as a brown bear viewing site. And then on top of that, there was a guy who homesteaded there semi-illegally, the legendary Stan Price. And his homestead at the mouth of Pack Creek, out in the meadow where the tide comes in, probably contributed a lot to helping the bears become accustomed to seeing people in a way that's not threatening. And so with sort of regular visitation and very low levels of visitation, right, because it's a balance, um, bears were able to become accustomed to seeing a handful of people without enough people coming that the bears were scared off. And that, I think, to me, is another thing about bear viewing that is, I think, counterintuitive, that the most likely thing you're going to do is scare the bears. Despite being powerful, solitary animals, they're very conflict-adverse. So if, like, a bear sees you and it can leave, it will probably leave. But at Pack Creek, we have this really neat opportunity where a handful of bears seem to be cool with us as long as we keep to very predictable locations. And then other bears, I think, kind of like look to those bears for social cues and they're like, okay, you're not scared. There's like these apes walking around on the beach and you don't seem scared. Okay, I guess I'm not scared. it's like at Pat Creek. So let's go back to what it's like when we arrive at the beach and all the guests are in the skiff. So what happens at Pat Creek when we arrive is, and and we generally try and keep it very much the same. We come ashore at the same spot on the beach. While we're ashore, we keep our voices low. We try and keep like our physical profile low as well. So that means that we don't want to be moving around a lot. We don't want to be waving our arms, for example. We don't want to be spread out. The more that we're in a tight group, 
moving slowly, moving calmly, um, that's going to help the bears feel more comfortable. So we'll move slowly, quietly up the beach, and then we'll walk along the same part of the beach that we always walk. And I think that that's something that the bears have seen us do before. They feel comfortable with us there. Uh, I have seen people deviate from that path. I've seen them like walk out into the tide flats and the bears don't seem to like it. I think I used to like rush a lot more with wildlife. I used to be a lot more impatient, but help helping me with that has been that, you know, when you, you go a lot and you spend the time, you realize there's nothing you can do, but put the time in. It is often tough just sitting there, especially when nothing's going on and you've told people you're going to show them wildlife and there's no wildlife. Right. And then I think that my, the answer that I've developed for myself on that, cause yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm like, boy, I'm getting antsy, really like something to happen that with bears, the best thing you can do, like, you're like, okay, I want to do something. The best thing you can do is sit there and be quiet. Cause the more you move around, the more you try, the more motion you're, you're throwing out there, the more your scent you're spreading around. Gotta just let it come to you. I, we, we had a trip advisor review once where the person was like, it, it was a, it was admittedly a slow day and they were a little disappointed that we couldn't go get some bears. You know, we couldn't go, you know, go flush one out or something. And, and I totally understand that, that feeling, but that, that would just sort of guarantee you didn't see anything. It's a pretty zen, it's a pretty zen line of work. Music is from Blue Dot Sessions. You can find them on the web at sessions.blue. This is Northwest Navigation. Until next time, fair winds. So is there anything else we need to talk about? Did we miss anything? What do, what do you like talking about, Dan? I was thinking that like for a closing the, the, thought. The answer is bears. <laughs> well, well, do you have anything What's your about closing like, thought? bears and surprises and bear jokes or, you know, anything like that? There are, you know, so many of the guides that I work with are really good at bear puns. And I'm so bad at them. But, like, I know guides who can talk in nothing but, like, bear puns. Like, you know. And you're barely able to pull it off. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm positively horrible at it.